welcome to Into the Aether, a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch TM 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 podcast. My name is Brendan Bigley. I'm Stephen Hilger. Uh, it's here. The moment we have been talking about for a long time. It was so hard to be at work and having pre-ordered this game. I made the mistake of pre-ordering it in a way that it was going to be mailed to my house and everyone else just did the smart move of downloading it digitally. Yes. So like this is probably the first time in my adult life that I felt like there's no other word to use except for giddy. And I wish there was <laughs> but like I feel like my whole body like chemically felt like antsy to just go home. Like my lizard brain was like, this is a survival me. This is not like a aesthetic fun art endeavor. This is like <laughs> something you actually have to do. It was like a magnetic pull. Yeah. So yeah, so it's out. Uh, we've been playing it a bunch. I have a lot to talk about, but it's just going to be us gushing about it. Basically, I think, I mean, there's some things to point out, but like, we're just going to, I, I, I would predict now that we're going to talk about it and just, it's going to get into like, uh, <laughs> into weird places as we always do yeah anyway just call your shot early yeah absolutely yeah uh yeah i mean same thing for me same exact thing happened where i i tried to stay up for when it unlocked digitally uh fell asleep at midnight and i think it unlocked i checked at midnight fell asleep and then it unlocked three minutes after that so (laughs) uh missed that chance by three minutes and then couldn't play it on the train in the morning and then after work the day it came out, I was going out to catch up with uh, an old friend uh, and I was like, do I bust out the switch at this bar? Am I a Nintendo ad IRL? And then decided against that for multiple reasons. <laughs> I love you were like, uh, sorry to sorry to uh, cut you off here, but um, my favorite thing about the versatility of the Nintendo Switch TM is that I can bring it on the go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I ended up not doing that and then didn't get a chance to play it until yesterday morning where I played solo for a couple hours and then drove to upstate New York where I and a bunch of friends gathered in a house and played Smash Brothers until very, very, very late and then woke up this morning very, very early and continued playing. Uh, yeah. so I have played a shitload of Smash. I have not unlocked everyone. You've unlocked everyone already. I have unlocked everyone. I made that my mission. Now, here's the thing. So this is something that I think if there's any divisive reaction so far, it has been in the fact that you start with the original eight and then you unlock everyone basically as you're playing. I think there, I think people have <laughs> already figured out the exact mechanics in which you unlock stuff. But basically, yes. if you beat if you beat classic mode you are guaranteed a challenger at the end of it. So you're Mm -hmm. in similar smash fashion. um, You have to actually fight the enemy approaching and there's a silhouette of them. Yeah. Some of the silhouettes actually gave me pause of like who it was. Cause there's a lot of like very beautiful people in bandanas and like, like with with ripped sleeves with with swords and stuff. So I'm like, who, which, which like beautiful person is this? Uh Yeah. (laughs) Then it's like, you know, Rob, I'm like, all right, I know, I know who this is. Yeah. Um, My, my favorite one is game and watch. Yeah. It it showed up uh, last night while we were playing. It was just like a house full of people. And then the game and watch challenger approaching thing showed up and someone in the back was like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Corin. It's like Uh, like a flat, flat (laughs) cubist Corin screaming. Um, Yeah. So if you play classic mode, which is like the classic arcade mode, basically with some fun challenges sprinkled in and actually some really cool boss fights that I was I not really expecting. Love classic mode. 
so some of the characters, like I played as Kirby first because you had the original eight and Kirby was the first character I ever played as in Smash Brothers when mm. I got the first one. Yeah. So it felt like I got to I got to stick with my guy. Yeah. And then at the end of Classic Mode as Kirby, you fight. I guess someone named Marks. I've seen them before. Yeah. I'm a big Kirby fan, but I didn't know their name was Marks. I also did um, not know their name was Marks. Because I was like, who the hell is I was like, oh, this asshole. Oh, wow. I'm the fighting of- the Communist Party personified <laughs> as this horrific yeah, you clown. Fight, you fight Karl Marx and you swallow him as Kirby and you go, hmm, I never thought of that. <laughs> as you grow a giant beard. Anyway, Marx is like the winged... He's actually probably the hardest boss, too. I've fought a few of them at this point. Have you fought Ganon yet? I have. You fight Ganon as Link. Yeah. And you fight actually Mewtwo as some of the Pokemon and mm-hmm. then Master Hand and yeah. Crazy Hand. I have not fought Crazy Hand yet. So, yeah. So, the classic mode is, is what you expect. What I really like about it is that you can play with multiple people. So, you can kind of co-op classic mode together. Yeah. Classic like mode co op is awesome. My one roommate who's like really into like local co-op, he's kind of been waiting for that. And we played that together and <laughs> we got really good. One of the first people we unlocked was Richter from Castlevania. Yeah. I'll get into some of the newcomers and we can talk about who we like. Uh, but Richter's really cool. Um, and I was Pikachu. And our our fan theory of why they're fighting together <laughs> is that Richter is a Pokemon trainer who does also fights. Like he has like, <laughs> you know, the taming whip and everything. Like he's throwing potions on the floor. So like he caught a Pikachu like with his hands and now he's just like... <laughs> fighting alongside his Pikachu. Holy um, shit, I love that. Because at one point, because Pikachu was single player, so the whole... And sometimes they cater, like, who you play against outside of even the boss battles uh, based on who you are. Oh, yeah, so no, like they're Pikachu. very thematically on brand for every character. We can get into yeah. maybe some of the... Yeah, so uh, as as Pikachu, you fight, like... There's one point where there's, like... a po- There was one level, it was a Pokemon level, where there's just Pokemon hanging out. And there are Pokeballs popping up. Yeah. And I was fighting two Pokemon trainers. And I was and I was like, Pikachu, just 12 dozen Pokemon and Richter. And I'm like, this is like that's <laughs> that's where we decided because he's just like, you know, like, you know throwing, <laughs> throwing axes and throwing shit, yeah. holy crosses down. It was yeah. very good. So that was really fun. So I love classic mode. I have not touched spirit mode at all, really. Oh, I know you played that. You haven't even bit. started it yet? Yeah, I have not. But I know that that's also like um, in terms of unlocking characters, you unlock them throughout the story of that. So, like, yeah. you have, like, a set track of unlocking. So, it's cool that depending on how, depending on who you want to get first, there's a way to navigate that. But even outside of doing the single player, if you're just playing 10 minutes of the game, every 10 minutes you'll be challenged mm. um, by yep. someone new. The thing that people realize is that if you quit out of the game and open it again... It basically resets that timer. So the quick way to do it, which I which I did at a certain point, was like, and this is also me just trying out characters. So I'd do one stock battles, and I would play against the computer, and then afterwards it would get a new character. Yeah. So that was a fun way to do it. I think honestly, if I didn't have an event I was hosting tonight to have friends over to play it, I would have taken my time getting everybody. Right. Because I do. I personally really like the fact that you start as the original eight. It felt very nostalgic. And you really get a sense of like, holy shit, there are so many characters. Like the minute you think you have a full roster, you're like, oh, there are 27 more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think yesterday playing with my friends, we hit like 55 or something or so characters. mm -hmm. And we were like, there are still over 10 more characters that we have to unlock. Like we're at 55. Everybody's little icons are so tiny already. You can barely read the names. And we still have more to go. 
Yeah, so it's and it's cool because like the 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 character select screen changes too. So like when it's the eight, they're like these giant yeah. blocks, you know. And it's fun, and it also encourages you to play as other people that you may not have. Because I think if you start off with everybody, like you may just be like, okay, I'm I'm playing as only Martha or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, like I have my mains, who actually I'm really happy feel even better this time around. My two mains are uh, King Dedede and Lucina. And they both play really well. It feels like, I mean, it's been out for a couple of days, but I've been enjoying playing as them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, world of light, world of light. First of all, that uh, cutscene from the smash direct with, with the like Marth saying, we'll each have to take out about 10. That is, yeah. that is maybe half. That's maybe half of that total cutscene. So there's another half of it, which I highly recommend uh, playing just to watch. It's the first thing that happens. So you just wow. get to watch that. Oh, I can't wait. World, world of light is, Definitely the slowest method for unlocking characters, but every single battle that you have to do, and there are a ton of them, um, are all basically matches where you are fighting against other characters that are in the game who are powered up by spirits. And, and you know, they had that whole thing for maybe those of you who don't know. There's this idea where all the characters in Smash got like destroyed by master hand lasers or something along those lines. And then also every character in the entire Nintendo universe also got destroyed. Uh, and they're just kind of um, they're shown as spirits, like little tiny orbs. And they're floating inside the orbs. And all of them have different power ups and different moves. Um, it ends up being a little bit fire emblemy in that. There are um, guard special spirits, attack special spirits, and grab special spirits. And there's like a rocks, paper, scissors kind of um, methodology in terms of how they're structured. So if you are fighting against someone who is an attack special spirit or is powered up by an attack special spirit, and then you are using, I think it's a grab one, then you will technically have an edge up uh, and, and mm. your attack power will be higher. And I don't think that that is like... It's not it's not too complex, but it's definitely too complex for some people. Like if you are a little kid who's picking that game up and then you're like, OK, so I have to manage my top level spirit and then my three sub spirits to fight this Kirby who is powered up by Tom Nook, who is a grab special spirit, who is also powered up by an attack special uh, tingle. You know, like that's too much. It's too much yeah. to deal with. I, and I've been they're also they're also kind of like the trophies were in the past games where like you there's a collection aspect as well where like there's characters from like a plethora of other games like even when you beat classic mode like you unlock like spirits and you also unlock snacks which like yeah. I will never use or buy snacks um yeah. I think I bought some snacks by accident once and I was like Ugh, just give to me see my what happens back. yeah yeah yeah, the, they power up spirits or something. Yeah, yeah, the snacks you feed to the spirits and it powers them up because the spi so here's the thing. So <laughs> sorry, I love I love that. Let's let's break down let's break down this situation. Okay, so I'm playing as Kirby. I'm powered up by um I don't know <laughs> by a fucking uh, a grab Tom special Nook. Tom Nook uh, and also maybe a Brewster from Animal Crossing who uh, I don't know gives me um gives me like spicy curry whenever i start a match so I, I start with spicy curry or something and then i'm fighting against a a kirby who is powered up by uh ness's father and maybe uh <laughs> ness's father's spirit by the way is just the phone from that's from Earthbound, which is I was awesome ask. yeah yeah um and i don't know a bunch of sub spirits past that uh so say i'm in that situation that's already complex or too complex for most people i think but then on top of that, you have to worry about the spirits level. And then each of those spirits have an attack power, which then adds onto itself to become your total attack power on top of that. 
So yeah, there's just too much to keep track of there. Um, I don't dislike it, but some of the situations they put you in, some of the battles are like extremely, extremely difficult, like really, really hard. And part of me finds that exhilarating and part of me finds that extremely frustrating because at this Especially, point, all yeah. I want to do is unlock characters. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. There's not really a huge reward for doing it. And right. like, I can't imagine, like I'm sure some people will, but like, I can't imagine anyone playing this on a local or competitive level with spirits on. No, like, it's not happening. I don't. Maybe just in, in my you know circle of friends in my age group, but like I don't see me being like, "Hey, I saved into my Luigi amiibo, Luigi with like the Heracross spirit." Like, <laughs> right, I can't wait yeah. to show you what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's fun. It sounds like they're having fun with it. But I even stumbled like I I found. I found just the spirit menu so overwhelming that I delayed it. Like, because yeah. there's also a thing that you can like, a la persona, you can like sacrifice spirits to fuse other ones. And yep. I'm like, I mean, this is why, I mean, we can get into persona being in, in again, cause holy shit. The, <laughs> yeah. You texted me that at like midnight and I could not go back to bed. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a I lot to handle. I couldn't believe like, I literally had to verify that I didn't dream that the next day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, spirit, it, I don't know. I haven't played it yet, so I can't really say much, but I understand people who maybe are disappointed with like the lack of single player. For me, the classic mode is enough. That's like, what I was going to really say. Need, uh, my, yeah. I, I think that world of light is interesting. I, I'm not like loving it, loving it. It's not my favorite thing to do in the game right now, especially if I'm trying to unlock characters. And that is, I think they said it takes like 40 to 60 hours to unlock all the characters playing world of light. So I would much rather do basically oh my God. anything else to unlock them. But that having been said, uh, classic mode is so much better in this game than it ever has been that yeah, I, agree. I, I love, love classic mode. It is yeah, it's a lot of extremely fun. fun. Like you play as Marth and the last boss is Rathalos from yeah. Monster Hunter. That's rad as hell. That's super yeah. cool. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah. really fun. And like you can also start it like if you go up, like if you start at like an intensity of five, it like gets farther along i think it goes up to 10 but i haven't i've only gotten to like eight and i have to say even at like a moderate difficulty the enemy ai in this game is pretty challenging especially with the new uh the like unlocking characters i have had to often have rematches against like yeah i have like a like a fucking queue of rematches like i unlocked like eight characters I'm like, okay finally beat uh for some reason pits and pokemon trainer were like dunking on me and i was like what happened to yeah. my what happened to me yeah um uh, so wait yeah. two things quickly number one yeah. uh, i i saw a bunch of stuff online about how the enemy ai is harder than it has been in any other game apparently uh one of the people who helped design it is this guy named who goes by amsa amsa he's a japanese uh melee competitive player he's the oh, he's the best yoshi in the world um and he helped design he helped design the enemy ai uh, that's amazing so the higher up you get it basically just gets better at like wave landing and like doing like pro strat <laughs> techs oh and i didn't realize i mean i i didn't follow the mechanical press as much yeah uh that's my favorite robot newspaper um but <laughs> um <laughs> i i think you can parry in this game like i've noticed yeah, like, if you, you block if you block at exact which is kind of cool because that gives characters that may not have like counter as one of their moves mm -hmm. like a chance to basically counter yeah um it's basically just like if you tap the shield at the exact perfect moment when something is about to hit you it just kind of negates that attack completely 
and like that that's gonna be i think that that's gonna be a very big like that's gonna be the litmus test of like who is playing this at a certain level or not because you know i think that there are some characters like i think it's pretty tough to tell like I mean, tier lists are what they are. Like they're they're a guide, and they're always changing. Yeah, uh, it's also only been out for like a day. Right. But yeah, it's gonna it, change. A I lot. think s- sometimes the characters that are like that feel overpowered have very easy workarounds. Um. Mm. So like, who were we talking about I yesterday? Think, you, uh, Stephen, and I were playing some online yesterday. Which maybe we'll get more into how online works. But uh, yeah, who were we playing as yesterday? Um, and we were like, if you can figure this character out. Oh, um, was it Diddy? It might be Diddy. No, it wasn't Diddy. I I remember. I mean, as someone who plays King to Diddy, I can say he's very good. Um, King to Diddy and is incredibly good. Yes. I also think King K. Rule is also very good. I was just about to and say he's yeah. probably like because I kind of judge if there are two metrics I judge a character as or three. I'm like, okay, are they are they like mechanically fun to play as? Mm-hmm. Um, are they my style? And like, what's the flavor? <laughs> so yeah. like someone like trap this is this might surprise you like i love that cloud is in the game like mm-hmm. i think yeah i'm so happy he's in it but he's a little dry like I, I was kind of like i think at this point too he's like the 11th guy with the sword to show up so right martha and Roy are like dude like way to like get our text like he should have shown up two, <laughs> da- two games ago because i think it's kind of interesting because i remember like in melee and even in brawl to an extent the kind of overcrowded type was the fox one like once they threw wolf in it was like oh which fox archetype do you want to be right but now it's like grab a sword dude <laughs> even even ganon is like oh shit i feel left out and now ganon has his sword even though he hasn't yeah. had it in any of the other games i feel like captain falcon broke into his secret cold sweat when he saw half the roster had swords and he's like yeah. man i should not have uh invested my skills in race cars <laughs> do you want to uh do you want to get into characters a little bit sure individually because yeah, so. i would love to start by saying that captain falcon who has been my main for all of smash 4 was my favorite character of all time uh is just terrible in this game he is he is so underpowered in this game it makes me incredibly upset to say that captain falcon i think is dead long live captain falcon but also rest in peace i feel like every fighting game has like the joke character like like tekken uh not tekken well, Tekken kind of has Paul, but like he's pretty good actually. Mm. Um, and then Street Fighter has Dan, who's like you know the wannabe martial artist pro, right? Um, who's like his Hadouken's like just a, like small ember. And, like you can get good as them, but they're kind of there as like the overconfident, like yeah, uh, you know, like powerless Raphael from uh, Soul Calibur, right? Um, and I feel like uh captain falcon has become that for smash Brothers. yeah <laughs> you know i mean anyone who announces their moves like you got to back that up dude yeah. um, <laughs> i don't think as having played him because i also have i've played as him a decent amount he doesn't feel like he was off i think he was like bottom character in brawl yeah he doesn't feel terrible but i think like you can tell who's already off to a glowing start yeah i have to say uh jigglypuff is pretty good this time around oh i haven't played jigglypuff um, yet yeah I, I mean i was so uh, this is kind of funny. I know we're going all over the place, but it's hard to really contain. I mean, yeah, there's 70 here. something characters. Like, I think yeah. there's a lot to. So I, I played online a little bit. And, and another thing that's cool is you can play online co-op as well. So I was playing with my friends as as teams. Yeah. And and uh, second only to Richter and Pikachu is like the best team uh, lore. I was playing as my main Lucina. My friend was playing as Isabel, Good. which was a great combo because you have the kind of very serious Fire Emblem character with like Isabel, who's like her whole vibe fighting is like nothing is really happening. I love it. Like yeah. her up B, she's like on a 
on a uh, like like a seat pa- uh, flying by balloons. I know that's like a hot air balloon, but it's not anyway. Yeah. Um. So we were playing and we were just like wiping the floor. Like, who are these cowards? Like trying to like play us. <laughs> like I kept being like, I think a baby is just chewing on your controller. Like, do you want to actually play? Um, uh, I love talking trash. Wow. To holy no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, I obviously don't feel that way. Anyway, we finally met our match. There's a user named Merman. Okay. And what's great is that your Switch user, when you're playing as two people, you get one and two. So we were Steven one and two, mm-hmm. and they were Merman one and two. And oh, it was man. Cloud and Jigglypuff. And they had First pretty Lucina impeccable. And I love that. Yeah, exactly. So you had the serious swords person alongside like the animal mascot. <laughs> um, and their team, uh, their team work was impeccable what they did was like jigglypuff would like they would hover around the perimeter of the map because jigglypuff is great like air mobility yeah and jigglypuff would put you to sleep and then cloud would charge his limit break and then just go in and omni slash you uh yes and it was amazing that's and very like, good it, they beat us both times but it was very close and after the first one we got a message i think from jigglypuff going i can keep going and i was like merman bring it on baby that's um, extremely oh my god so yeah we met our perfect rivals the first time yeah um online's fun it's still the peer-to-peer connection so like i've had matches drop i've had i mean we played a bit together yep and we had matches drop yeah pretty frequently i mean it's it's definitely not great it's not awful when it's working like when when your match is not dropping there is definitely some lag but it's still fun enough that like i don't really i don't really mind yeah it definitely like i feel like they would be fools not to work to improve it so like it's also probably like the most people playing right now yeah so i think it works i also think that like the the online interface like making arenas and having like the visual like there's like the ring and the spectator bench like that's all really nice so like because like i think even in the other smash game like there wasn't really a great like I guess like UX UI for for this for the online playing right this time there very much is you can tell that they have a vested interest in people playing online yeah yeah they put a lot of work into it on on the front end but then you you know you actually get into the match and it's like oh the entire arena broke because you know the match got dropped also (laughs) so as you're continuing to play and as you continue to get better with characters specifically um so you have like i think it's called a gsp a global smash power which is like yeah this this is i don't know just how many times you've won and each win you get points i think every loss you lose points but once you hit a certain threshold and it is different depending on which character you're playing as uh i think it's like four hundred and fifty thousand is is the lowest but anyway once you hit that number with some character uh you get a new mode in online called elite smash oh wow which is like just for the fucking best of the best people um and you can only bring in the character that you hit that gsp with yeah it's by character which is really interesting. yeah so it's whoever you are best with and that is a very cool thing but unfortunately the internet problem still persists in elite smash even so it's like you're kind of you're kind of screwed there where it's like i'm trying to play like incredibly hardcore like if we were to use smash four terms for glory matches and it's not it's still not keeping the connection but besides that like i i've been playing some online and it is it is just fun even when i drop matches like it's cool i'm glad yeah exactly I'm at a point where like I would like to play ranked matches, but like it's more there for me to play friends who are like not in Chicago, like you and like, you know, a lot of my other friends yeah. who are elsewhere. So, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of how it plays, which we ironically haven't even gotten into having talked about the game for a half hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great. I mean, it definitely plays like the last game the most, 
but like everything feels very refined. So despite characters maybe being stronger or weaker, every hit just feels like it has more of an impact. It famously does that thing where when you land a hit that is likely to KO, it like stops the action and zooms in. Yeah. Um, which is like a really great design choice it just makes matches so much fun yeah so Um, they'll do it it, there's like two different versions of it there's like a very light hit stun that's like it'll freeze frame for like a second if it's just like a powerful attack not like an attack to kill but then there is the like this is probably going to kill this motherfucker and they're going to go flying off the screen it's going to be like the moment when everyone jumps out of their seat and screams oh at the top of their lungs those are the best moments in the entire game especially uh last night again playing with a house full of people and we were playing free for all smash and it'd be the four of us beating the shit out of each other. The match would end. And then instead of starting the next match, we hit that like secret behind the scenes requirement to unlock a new character. So we would have the challenger approaching thing. And then whoever Ooh. whoever won that match is the person who had to go up against them. And then right. it became the entire house of people just like, holy shit, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck yeah, this up. Don't yeah. fuck this up. And as we said earlier, the enemy AI in this game is extremely difficult and it seems like it they just kind of assign CPU number levels to the characters kind of like randomly. So like some right. characters are super easy. They'll just walk right into your smash attack. But someone like Pit is going to destroy you. Yeah. Pit and Dr. Mario like took forever and Pokemon right. Trainer, those three. But, which like, but you don't know before yeah. you're getting into it, which one is right. going to be hard and which one's not going to be hard. So you had these moments constantly where it's like this is actually a really ridiculously high intensity battle. And it's like the one person who is like quaking and sweating because there's so much pressure on them because there's 15 people in the house screaming at them because they all want to play as pit. Right. I know this is the match. I was just trying out Lucario shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah, yeah, that happened because my friend was playing as Jigglypuff and didn't really know the character that well. And then they had to fight Lucina. And I was like, because that was my name. Like, please, please, please do it. And that's that's the thing that is kind of frustrating is that if you lose the match, you can eventually there's like a, a, a there's a point in the menu that shows a glowing door where you can have a rematch against them. But you have to wait. You can't yeah. just do it right away. And that that was frustrating, too, because I'm the maniac who's trying to unlock all of them in two days. Right. But it's like I still don't see a benefit from having to wait. Like, just let me do the rematch. Yeah. You know, that, that seems like that's like my one thing with with unlocking the characters i i just think that that was kind of tedious yeah. but i digress no i agree i i definitely agree with that we actually had a point yesterday so as you were talking uh, about before there's like this 10 minute timer that's always running in the back of the game um and you can kind of build up those 10 minutes over and over and over again so if you do that enough that challenge door it, I, I think it's called like the challenger approach or something or challenger's approach um and if you have banked enough 10 minutes over and over and over again you can just do the challenges approach over and over and over again so we had a point last night where we realized that and then basically just like went down the line of all the people that we had lost against and and we handed the controller to whoever lost against them the first time (laughs) so it was like this is your redemption arc so like our friend uh kenny who has like luigi's mustache lost against luigi so we were like you have to go up against luigi you have to be the the one mustache that rules them all um and it was like an incredibly incredibly hype moment um my my thing was uh link versus lucina was like a huge hotly contested thing and this is what i was talking about before where it ended with me doing the down like the the link down pogo smash attack landing directly (laughs) on her head zoom in freeze frame lucina goes flying off the screen everybody in the entire house is screaming at the top of their lungs it was like 
those moments are what make this the best smash game ever like sure it's yeah, weird to me but my favorite addition in the entire game is that hit stun and is that like freeze frame that happens at the end of a match it just oh, yeah. makes things way more exciting and i think it was made like th- the thing about this one in particular to bounce off your point was like this was made to be a local experience game like yeah i understand that they could refine the the online but like you know it was made like what can we do to make this exciting to be in person yeah and it just it, it just feels like a big like stressful hug i'm so into it <laughs> well I, also uh, like as someone who watches a lot of competitive smash Smash 4 was fun to watch online. Personally, a lot of people would disagree with that. I think it was fun to watch online. Melee, obviously, um, who said it famously in, in the documentary? Oh, this guy named Prague who used to be an announcer for Smash. He said it famously in the in the Smash Brothers like competitive documentary. He said uh, a, a lot of fighting games are like classical music where you have to play them perfectly. Super Smash Brothers Melee is like jazz where basically everyone has their own take on it and everybody's trying to just like kind of play in their own way at any given time. And that's what made Melee interesting, and they kind of like went away from that in Brawl and 4, kind of making the game a little bit slower, kind of taking out some (laughs) of those like glitches that became mechanics, things like that. And in this game, they specifically added some of the things from Melee, like some of the the glitches from Melee that became techs and became like pro moves. Those are now added into the game as features on top of this stuff. Like when uh, somebody is hit off of the screen, a little tiny version of the screen shows up that shows you the bound box or like the out of bounds box of the level. So you can see where people are. You have the hit stun and the zoom and and the freeze frame at the end of matches. Like this is going to be the most fun smash game to watch competitively. Once people start playing it at like a really ridiculously high level. And like you're saying stuff with the, the perfect shield, like, this game's going to be ridiculous once it gets on like yeah. the main stage at Evo and stuff. I am so excited to watch this game play competitively. Yeah, I am too. And I, I think, yeah, it's just, you know, it's interesting. Cause I feel like when they first announced it, I kind of assumed it would just, I, I didn't know that they were building it from the ground up and I thought it was going to be like, Oh, kind of like a port of smash Four to the switch. Right. Yeah. Um, like Mario Kart 8 year, or something. This was years ago when I was a, 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 a clueless baby. <laughs> Uh-huh. but um i've grown up very quickly but yeah it's just i mean i've had it for two days so obviously like it almost feels more like a ceremony than a game yeah you know and i think it will get i think uh I, i'm planning i was taking some notes i'm planning on us maybe getting more into characters after the break yeah um and talking i i, I listed all the new characters and mm-hmm. all the dlc upcoming so we could talk about that yeah but it's just like it's just it feels like a celebration it feels like yeah i, I don't I loved I really did love Smash 4, but I think the dual release of it being on the 3DS just felt it on the 3DS felt a little bit unceremonious. And then it being on the Wii U was like, okay, well, my eight friends that live in different states like have a Wii U mm-hmm. and I don't no one else on earth does. Right. So I want I'm not going to play this one. Yeah. And you know, like I think that, that it, it felt like Smash 4 kind of felt like, okay, like, let's reach a middle ground between Melee and Brawl. And this one is, again, like we always say, every Switch game feels like the step forward. Yeah. This, as much as it's an amalgamation of everything Smash has ever been, it does feel like the future of the series. And I think it's a mix of Nintendo just like wearing their heart on their sleeves with like all their respective series and, and celebrating video games as a whole, while also listening to the competitive scene and being like, we're going to make this game for you and for everyone. Right. Yeah. And it really does feel like a game for everyone. If you want to, hey, 
follow your heart. If you want to get knee deep in spirits and that's your thing, do it. It's there. Trust me, it's there. There's a lot of spirits to, <laughs> to learn and master. You can there's, so the many spirit. Spirit. there's so many things. Yeah. There's so many spirits. There's so many spirits. So that's, many spirits. That's, that's how I was like playing classic mode on like repeat three in the morning. I'm like, oh, why I got another spirit? <laughs> get a character though. It's like, oh, good. I got uh, the dude who runs Sim City as a spirit. But like, where the fuck is King Dedede? Yeah. Oh, I got um, the electroplankton. Sick. <laughs> I, I got me? Wait, where am I? <laughs> Ew, why am I a grab spirit? Anyway, um, why don't we take a break yes. and come back and we'll talk about of the newcomers who we, we are into and kind of the maybe the parameters I set up like playstyle, preferred playstyle and flavor. Mm-hmm. And we can also just talk about the upcoming DLC. I know we got pretty knee deep in Piranha Plant few weeks ago yeah but i would love to talk about that and also just like the future of the dlc and at this point who we can expect who we think might be coming up that all Um, sounds very good all right see you later all right bye spirits go and spirits always come back i just want to go to school with my friends hello and welcome back to the podcast uh so quick thing the first half of this podcast that you just listened to, you just you just wrapped up listening to, we recorded that yesterday on a Sunday, and we are back on a Monday, a Monday evening. I've just returned home from work. I tried reheating some raviolis. Uh, they were congealed, congealed raviolis. <laughs> Two words that are horrific next to each other now that I say them. <laughs> What's today's special? Boy, you don't want to know. <laughs> uh, and, and it did not work. Um, anyway, so I had my smash party over the weekend. Steven had his directly after we finished recording the first half of this podcast That may or may not be the reason why when we took a break, it was several day long break. Yes. (laughs) Um, yeah, which actually, honestly, this is, this is for the best. Um, despite the congealed raviolis, I think this is the best possible outcome for this episode because now we both have had our, our events and we could both talk a bit more about the game because Prior to the event, my experience of the game had been largely playing with my roommate, which has been very fun. Um, and also me like unlocking all the characters as quickly as possible into the wee hours of dusk. Um, right. Which is maybe not I the ideal way to experience that game. Not for the, first the time. ideal way. Uh, this is sort of like if that was my caterpillar stage, this is now the butterfly. Because, yeah. you know, you want to play this game with a bunch of people. And that's exactly what we both did. Uh, so with my, with my event, it was a little bit more chaotic uh, <laughs> because I I just sort of invited everyone I thought would enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. We ended up having a pretty decent amount of people there. I would say there's probably like close to 30 people that came wow. over. That's awesome. Um, so we, we actually had two TVs set up. Um, in, in the beginning, it was just eight player smash on both TVs, which I didn't really oh my plan. <laughs> I, I was kind of in host mode. So I was going out getting pizzas. I had to go run and get some other household supplies I was setting up. So I actually didn't play that much, which I was happy because I mean, I was literally a worm in the dark, like <laughs> unlocking you know, all unlocking the characters. So 845 characters. Yeah. So happy to provide that experience to everyone else. Um, but then what ended up happening was I checked in with everyone, you know, as the host and, and my friend, uh, actually our friend Andreas, uh, from high school, oh yes. uh, who is in Chicago now, he, he came up to me and he was like, Steven, this is very overwhelming. I like, uh, <laughs> we want, and, and he and his brother were there and they were both like, this is fun, but like, we want to do one-on-one matches. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it was cool. I mean, I think like overall, I'd say most people there were taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. Um, there are a handful of people there that were very self-conscious about being good, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of really wanted to make sure they felt comfortable because like, you know, that, that I just want everyone to feel like they can have fun. Like right, at the end of the exactly. day, even the people who are taking it seriously, we're not like shitty about it. Like we're just having fun, you yeah. know? Um, so I think it worked out though because the eight player smashes everyone like got a chance to play and then I announced to both TVs like okay who wants to do a tournament because it's the tourney mode yeah which is great by the way yeah because you can awesome. name you can name the tournament and before it starts Mario's face is like very serious and then his eyes open up uh, <laughs> it's so there's plenty of horrible situations that can arise out of that which they did and you can enter I think up to thirty two people yes um really nice quality of life stuff where like you set it all up on one controller so you know you choose all the characters you choose all the names i don't know if you knew this every name you enter uh, like nickname you know above the player icon you can also save custom controls to that name yep which is really nice so like yeah, so you can turn off that. the stick jump which is the bane of my existence i absolutely yeah that, that that was a commonly requested uh yeah. choice um i think every, most people played a lot of people brought their own controllers so like it had a very like 2001 vibe for me That's not the movie did anyone like, show up with the wrapped up gamecube controller yeah yeah, yeah. Good, good good actually i bought a new one and i have to say again another plug this is not anything anyone paying us but the new gamekeeper remotes you can buy they have a really nice texture to them yep and they have the smash logo in the middle it's it's honestly great did you get the um, white one or the black one the black one i had because okay, yeah. my original gamekeeper remotes are all all black as well yeah they um, also have really i don't know if the if the black ones have this so i i bought um four of the smash four gamecube controllers when those came out they have really long cables which i love i don't know if the yeah new ones they have do that. they do that's awesome um, which is nice and yeah, I think honestly, I like the Pro Controller too for Smash. Like, I don't. Me too. I, I like both. Like, yeah. I, I switched around. Like, that's I, actually my preferred way to play it. Honestly, I I have the GameCube adapter. I have a GameCube controller. I like. I know that the competitive scene is like obsessed with the GameCube controller, and some people who grew up playing it, and they just like really like going back to the GameCube thing. I honestly think the Pro Controller is like fine. Yeah. I think it works. <laughs> It took me some getting used to in terms of like where B and jump was. But as soon as I got that, like it, I actually also prefer it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I thought I'd buy one just for the novelty and also for the event. Um, so, yeah. So once the tourney started, I, I finally was getting to play. I was ha- I settled down. I'd been on my feet all day setting up for the party. Chose King to DD mm-hmm. and just put on a fucking show for the crowd. <laughs> I was I was the heel of that event. Like I kept like you know I did the move where you like lay on your side. I'm like oh you think that's a taunt? That's also a move, pal. And it's like spun and yep. like I'm I'm I I will say this for the record. I'm very good as King to DD. <laughs> we we played a bit, but uh, since being a worm playing three days straight, I've gotten pretty good as him. Um, I did get second place, which karmically was fitting because I was talking so much trash. Yeah. Uh, that I had to lose, but people were on my side and like everyone who I was playing against was, I, I knew could take it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's great. It was a lot of fun. And that was really the only time I played. And after that, I just made sure everyone was having a good time. But yeah, like that whole, uh, every match in that tourney, people like applauded after the matches. Like yeah. even the people who, who, who know nothing about smash and don't know how to play were invested in the event. And that's what I think is beautiful about this game is like, even if you don't know anything, you don't mm-hmm. even know who Mario is. Yeah. Watching this game is fun and being with your friends is fun. It's yeah. not like uh, 
Nothing's worse than a room where people are playing video games and some people who are, you know, outside of that community feeling like they're not welcome. Yeah. Um, totally. I think this game just has a welcoming vibe because it's just so outlandish. It's, you can't help but get invested in it. Absolutely. There, there was a moment, uh, probably my favorite moment of the entire night where I, I just, it just occurred to me. So I, I went out, I was kind of, it wasn't my house, but I was also kind of in host mode. I went out and like bought pizzas for everyone. Cause there was like a pizza place down the street. So I went, brought some back whatever uh and and i was just handing out the pizzas and i sat back down and picked up a gamecube controller because somebody else was using the pro controller at the time so i picked up a gamecube controller and uh i, I picked chic because chic used to be my my melee main and i'm sitting there and i have like a plate in front of me with a slice of pizza holding gamecube controller playing smash brothers as chic and somebody put on the first arcade fire album on vinyl and i'm sitting there i was like this is me in high school. I'm just like back in high school again. This is like literally exactly what I was doing in yeah. like 2008, 2009. And it was amazing. It was great. It yeah, was it just was like a wonderful moment. And the thing is, it's like, there's no reason why that has to like, why that can't keep happening. So at the end of the day, it's like people meeting up, having fun. It's a, it's the same thing as coming over and watching something together or, or, you know, any kind of like weekly event. So it was cool. Cause afterwards, a lot of people were like, I've been waiting for, something like this for so long i'd love yeah. to do this again and like i'll probably host another event like that probably smaller like I, the two tvs is a bit much for my anxiety mm-hmm. um it worked but like i would love to have like more consistent like maybe eight to ten yeah setups and then maybe like every so often do a, a party that size yeah but but you're right though i mean that that group of friends that i was playing with over the weekend our our move generally whenever we have parties is uh will like kind of devolve into playing quiplash when everyone's like drunk enough at night and like i see no reason why that can't just turn into playing smash brothers instead of quiplash you know like oh yeah i think that's going to be the thing for a while i do love quiplash though i have to say yes but it's kind of interesting because quiplash is another game where some people are like this is too much like i don't i feel too pressured to be like funny on the spot yeah and then sometimes the prompts you get are like what's the goofiest poopy that's ever been on tv yeah and sometimes they're like really needlessly like problematic oh yeah all the time like there's so many questions where because at least like at least in quiplash you were writing the answers when that happens usually both people are like i hate this prompt or like next yes Schmitty. exactly you know, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up Schmitty. shut the fuck up Schmitty. oh what if Schmitty's in smash brothers <laughs> the slot the slot two dlc no one wanted hey it's your host Schmitty. i have it's just like a shitty quiplash stage where you have to like <laughs> Yeah, any prompts where like Schmitty tried to be funny in the setup is like fuck off, dude. Like yeah. this is like the question is not the like drum, you know, that's not the punchline. Um <laughs> there was one really so we played we played a lot. It's it's a blast though. I I I hate to love Schmitty. But we did play once with a similar group of friends. We played a custom game of Quiplash where like people online can make it. Um, don't do that. It's a nightmare. It was awful. <laughs> okay. And talk about talk about problematic prompts. Like every prompt was just the worst question. But it was superhero themed. And one of the questions, which I actually liked, it was the one diamond in the rough. It was why isn't Tony Hawk a superhero? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I can't think of anything funny to say. I think that's just a good question. That's like just, why yeah, isn't he? The question is the funny part. There's actually no answer to it. We just need to rectify it is really what we have oh to do oh my god if tony hawk is <laughs> slot 2 dlc and the warehouse level is in smash i'll flip out is that is that our segue to talking about characters 
Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm obviously don't expect Schmitty or Tony Hawk to appear in Smash Brothers Ultimate. TM, I think those but... are two of your guesses and now they're <laughs> they're locked down. I do have some guesses that are not any less outlandish, but I am serious about. So I'll get to that. Okay. Um, I'm excited. Before before we get to DLC, I did want to kind of go through the newcomers. The newcomers. Yeah. Or or anyone anyone that's popped out that you've noticed like oh wow like they're really fun to play this time or any like notable entries uh new or old but um i think we were going to go through the new ones but i'll give it to you first any any characters that kind of caught your eye new or old uh yeah yeah we we talked about it in the first half but samus and link i think are just way better than they ever have been um, yeah i agree and i'm just having a just a really good time playing as them yeah. um i'm also really surprised that me gunner is awesome uh, <laughs> you did beat oh <laughs> we did a match together you and i yeah it was cloud versus me gunner and i said to you like this is how i envision whenever i bring up final fantasy is like what you think <laughs> like i don't know is it this is it me in like a bloodborne suit with a samus gun yeah and you won you beat cloud so i did just like i always beat down our final fantasy segments <laughs> oh, jesus that was a that was a heartbroken laugh for me anyway no i am actually very excited to play some final fantasy when it comes out on switch but anyway i'm happy to hear um yeah me gunner surprisingly good yeah. uh i don't i honestly don't know who else uh really stuck out um we fit trainer always wonderful i love we fit trainer oh that's great uh super fun but yeah i what about you any any old uh fighters that you're into with- now I- I agree with uh, Samus especially jumped out because, you know, especially when you had to play the roster in the beginning. Yeah. Um, everyone else feels more or less the same. I think like the longer I play, I'll probably notice like, oh, this person doesn't feel quite as good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my mains are Lucina and King Dedede and they both feel really good. So yeah. I'm happy about that. I have and not I, unlocked anything, Lucina yet. Lucina was my other main besides Captain Falcon in four. I'm just very excited to get her back on yeah, the roster. She's awesome. Corrin is really fun. I never played as them much in the last Corrin game. Corrin is really fun. Yeah, I'm into Corrin, especially now that I played that Fire Emblem. Mm. Like I feel like everyone who complains about there being too many Fire Emblem characters, if they played the series, they would be happy about it cuz yeah, like <laughs> probably. And I also think like the recent ones like Robin and Corrin are very different, you know. Um yeah. but that does bring us to Crom who is like, <laughs> you know, the one too many swords man. Yeah. Um I think I think I don't know if this is in the last part audio or not, but Krom is just like a very specific Ike. Basically. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. He he runs Someone's as like, fast as Marth, has the same moves as Ike, but doesn't hit as hard as Ike. You know how Batman has a theme song, and it's like uh-huh. that's Krom's theme song. Like, who's that guy? He's as fast as Marth, but he doesn't <laughs> hit as hard. It's Krom. It's Krom. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so Krom's Krom's whatever. I I I liked the character a lot in the game. Yeah. Um but I yeah, don't really same. need him in Smash. But oh, uh, one more. Been liking. Oh, go ahead. One more old uh, character that I'm loving, loving, and like leaning towards maining potentially. Surprisingly, is uh, Zelda. Oh yeah, Zelda. I I think you brought this up earlier, but once they split Sheik and Zelda as separate characters, Zelda like finally got really good. Like yeah. I loved Zelda in the last game, and I think she's even better now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Zelda's great. Um, newcomers. Newcomers. Dark Samus. I haven't really played as, but people seem to like her as well. Yeah. Fine. Um, I I'd actually rather play as regular Samus. Surprisingly, Dark Samus <laughs> just doesn't work as well for me. It's kind of in dark pit territory where like. Yeah, Dark Pit is literally a pit, but he goes like, ah! instead of like, 
instead of going like, I'll give it my L, he goes like, ah! <laughs> which I can't like, I love that that's just literally, if, I'm sure there are differences, but that's all I've picked up. What if so he was far. more of like an Eeyore kind of vibe? <laughs> yeah, I wish Dark Pit was more of like the dude who like, you meet like your first week in college was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, my sister's in Yolo Tango. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yolo Tango. But like, he would make you like, he would like bait you with something you'd get excited about. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And you're like, oh, Dark Pit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like I'm just yelling on this show. Okay. So uh, Ridley, Ridley, the big, the big Ridley. The big I really Ridley. like Ridley. Um, yeah. I haven't played as them too much, but I I like the bigger characters. I I think they always have like a lot of flavor to them. Yeah, um, me too. Especially in this game, the the yeah. more like heavyweight, like slower characters are fucking rad. Like Ganondorf in this game is feels the way Captain Falcon I think should be feeling, considering they're yeah. almost the same character. Like Ganondorf rules in this game, as we were saying. King K ruled DDD like unreal. Um, yeah, it's cool. Any character has like a methodical kind of vibe to their move set is like awesome. In, and Gandor finally uses his sword too, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Inkling. So this is somebody that before I was actually really excited for Inkling because you know I'm a big Splatoon fan. Yeah. Um, and I thought that their playstyle would be really cool. I played as them when the game came out. You know, when I was unlocking everybody, and I was like, oh, they feel fun. Like, they feel like they're good. I just don't really, like, get it yet. Like, I feel like it's a bit of a novelty. Yeah. Um, someone, like, immediately figured out Inkling at the tournament, and I'm like, this character might be broken. Um, really? They're really good. So, they're side B with the paint roller. Yeah. It gets you stuck in the ground, and, like, very, very few moves over-prioritize it. Like, mm. that paint roller can, like, really prioritize almost everything. Yeah. And then you're just stuck, and then they can hit you with a smash attack. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, not to mention just like they're a really fast pretty powerful character the reload is a nice kind of counterbalance to that but even then like they can almost dodge some attacks by reloading so they're really i could see them having a pretty high skill ceiling yeah oh i think also when you and i were playing online i don't know if you figured this out at the at the tournament but when you and i were playing and this also some of the people that i was playing with uh, at my thing didn't realize this either but we thought that uh you had to reload your ink when the ink ran out completely there's actually a way to do it before that even happens which kind of does make inkling overpowered i think oh does it oh interesting yeah i, I did figure out it's also not down b i think it's just b but um yeah, inkling's very good uh, i was actually happy about that because i that was one of the characters i was most excited for so i may give them some more time the next one uh, on my list here is Isabel. Uh, Isabel is also somebody who I, I was really excited for and I played and I was like, oh, okay, she feels like Villager, which like, I'm fine with. Like, I'm right. happy, happy she's in the game. She could just be an Echo of Villager. But she has, <laughs> she has two very fun moves that, that you can really be annoying in the best way with. Because mm -hmm. Isabel's whole vibe is like nothing is bothering her. I yeah. love it. She's just hanging out. She's just like doing yeah. her own thing. Just There just happens to be a fight happening around Isabel at all yeah, times. And her fishing rod is really, really yeah. good. Wait, wait, explain <laughs> how the fishing rod works because it's unreal. So it's basically like a lore. Like she she tosses a fishing rod and the lore or the, the line, I, I don't know the name of this part of the fishing rod, but like I guess the lore is is a, is flat across the stage. And if a character even runs over it, they get caught and then she like throws them out at sea, basically. Yeah. Really, really far. Yeah. Um, so it's something that like there's no other move that I feel like 
plays that way and it's so hard to get used to because you're used to like oh if i don't get hit i i dodged it but that's mm-hmm. something you have to literally jump over yeah <laughs> and then coupled with um isabel's down b is she plants yeah. like a gyroid in the ground and then they're like a remote mine basically they like pop up so like one of my friends at the tournament kept just planting that behind him and putting the fishing rod in front of him like it was impossible <laughs> to deal with so isabel is also ingling and isabel two two of the characters i was most excited for i'm happy to see like outside of my immediate experience seem to be really really powerful and fun yeah incineroar i'm so you know how i feel about incineroar i love his confidence i love the vibe I knew you were going to love Incineroar. The moment that dude got announced, I was like, that is (laughs) Steven all over. When he wins, he has like a wrestling belt and like a weird DreamWorks one eyebrow (laughs) raised face. Um, The only thing, he's kind of like a little Mac, like he's very aggressive and very like in your face. Mm -hmm. Um, His his up B, which is also why I love him, is he jumps up and then like very dramatically goes out of like a diagonal angle so unless it's the exact angle to get back on stage you're going to nosedive like to your death (laughs) so his recovery is like pretty bad so i i I could see him just being kind of like written off solely for that but he's really fun and i just i love the character yeah um yeah the uh the i think it's the side b that throws the enemy against the ropes and then you press b again to clothesline them or fuck them up uh and you have to like time that correctly just an incredible move like it's it is so fun to do and it's so fun to nail like if you really get it at the exact moment oof. also i haven't played much with items but we did just for curiosity play with smash balls for one yeah and his final smash is incredible what is it i don't even know what it is you end up just in a wrestling ring and it's like the most like dramatic like john cena like finale it's incredible love it what, what's cool too is i think it's little max stage but he kind of shares it thematically it's the ring mm-hmm. um and in the background you see both characters profiles and then they all have a ring name yeah so like uh little mac is the bruiser from the bronx mm-hmm. isabel is the mayor's assistant and i'm like they could have given her a better title yeah than that. um Dedede is self-made king, which I love because Whoa. that's both an insult and a compliment. Yeah. You know, like and that's kind of Dedede's vibe. He is both the worst and the best. <laughs> um so yeah, so that was Incineroar. Ken I haven't really played as. I, I think it's I like how Ryu and Ken play conceptually, but it's just not my style. Yeah, same with me. I I, I appreciate that they made both of those characters feel like you're playing Street Fighter when you're playing as them, but I don't want to do that when i'm playing like i'm playing yeah, Smash Brothers specifically kinda, to avoid tree fighter you know i think actually now because the next one is richter and simon and i actually think that inkling ken and ryu and richter and simon to their credit all really play like you're playing those games yeah totally like you feel like you're playing splatoon when you're playing as an inkling which is very fun yeah and you feel like you're playing castlevania because richter and simon have like four moves basically like the whip is so like it has such an impact mm-hmm. um and their whole style is like kind of a keep boy. Like you can't really get or you can get in their face and that's how you beat them basically because they don't really have much options in the immediate melee range. Yeah. But yeah, Richter, I like Richter a bit more. I just like his vibe better. I also like Simon, Richter more. Yeah. Simon looks a little out of it. Um, a little, <laughs> a 
Yeah, uh, he's got like a Conan the Barbarian vibe, which I'm not really into. Yeah, Richter has that kind of like anime, uh, like "Hey, what's up, man?" vibe. Yeah, that I, but, that but I he like. he um, also is like kind of an like an '80s Ryu, but like wearing blue instead of white <laughs> situation. He just happens like he looks like an echo of Ryu, but ends up being an echo of Simon. I kind of wish right. they had gone with Alucard from uh, Symphony of the Night, but yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, Richter Richter's a fun addition. Although, <laughs> you know, they have the the profile of the characters clapping, yeah, and you know they lose a match. Um, go ahead and take a look at Richter when he's clapping because the dude's head looks tiny, like in that oh, particular yeah. image. <laughs> we were talking his, about I mean, this. Yeah. he's a very broad, muscular guy, but his head looks like very small in yeah. that picture. It's 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 kind of interesting. Love it. Um, and that's it. Those are all the newcomers. Not really that many in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But, Piranha Plant's uh, not out yet. Piranha Plant comes out uh, in 2019. I think the first like week February. Or two. Oh, yeah. is it February? Th- February. Yeah. If you, I think it might even be the same time that Joker from Persona 5 mm. comes in. Yeah. Which I just, I can't wait for that. Yeah. We didn't talk um, about that too much in the first half, but the, the whole situation with, I'm going to call it a situation, the situation with Joker being added to Super Smash Brothers, I was literally falling asleep while watching the Game Awards at the moment when they were announcing that. I was like about to pass out. And then I saw a bunch of like Persona stuff happening on the screen. I was like, oh, what is this? What are they are they gonna port it to Switch? What's happening? And then the Smash logo showed up and I, I lost it. I lost my mind and then simultaneously was fully awake and I was awake for like two more hours. <laughs> like I have never gone from zero to sixty <laughs> so fast. That was Dude, y- I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Yeah, you messaged me. I was also like going to sleep and you messaged me and I saw that. And then I think I had to listen to the soundtrack for a bit and then go to sleep. <laughs> like I had to listen to the last surprise for like yeah. an hour and then go I mean, to sleep. Truthfully, we never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, everyone made that joke, but like yeah. it truly, truly. And the thing that the two things I'm most excited for, because I think Joker will be a really fun character to play as. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. You know, it's going to be unreal. I'm most excited though for the stage and just the persona music available in the stage. Like, yeah, I'm imagining fighting as King Dedede to Last Surprise or like any of the other amazing songs. Because I imagine we'll probably have a few. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I hope they have some songs from the older games too, because that because they kind of have that on every stage. They have like the series music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would love that. But what but what that means, the other two things that are really exciting is one, this means potential Persona 5 port to the Switch, which would be awesome. Right. Have you and um, I talked about the Persona 4 thing and why I think that's coming to Switch? Have we mentioned that yeah. on the show? I don't know if we mentioned it on the show, but that's what I was gonna bring up next. But uh take it away. Yeah, basically Persona 4 was available for the PlayStation 2, and then Persona 4 Golden was available for the Vita, but now that Sony has completely killed off the Vita like they're just they're just done with it entirely. There's really not going to be a legal way to purchase that game at all. Yeah. Um, and considering so many people played Persona 4, I mean Persona 5 and like want to get into that series and there's no other Persona game that you can buy legally, like it would not surprise me to see Persona 4 Golden end up getting ported to Switch, which I think that would be amazing. It's a little bit more of a realistic pull then maybe like I, I don't know how persona 5 would run on the switch being like a new generation game on you know a handheld kind of thing but i could see four happening and i would i would die that'd be amazing yeah i think persona 4 and i haven't actually played golden i played vanilla on the ps2 Whoa, really 
Yeah, because five was the first Persona game I ever played, and mm. I loved it. And actually, I loved it so much, I started a new game plus, which I almost never do. Yeah. But like, I feel like I didn't really know how to spend my days in the beginning of that game. And then I was like, I wanted to go back and get all the confidants and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, new, new game plus in that game is awesome. They really let you skip a lot and you can just kind of jump right to what you want to do. Oh, cool. Yeah, I still haven't um, fully gotten into that game, but we are in the depths of winter, which means that my playthrough <laughs> is coming. I'm thinking like holiday time. I have some time. Let off. me know. Yeah. Let me know. I love I love that game. But uh wow. Yeah. Um so that's exciting the possibility of having that on the Switch. The other thing too is just now the barrier of reason and order of who can be in this game is gone. Yeah. For better or for worse. So like it, it, to follow this I feel like every each of the four next DLC characters have to be of a certain appeal. Mhm. I know some people were speculating. I think there was some there was some information leaked. I, you know what? I don't even want to mention it because I feel like if you didn't hear about the leak and you don't want to, uh, why even bother hearing about it? You know. Um, but my predictions, Stephen's hot takes, yes, uh, and what I would want. I also have some predictions, so I'm excited to see how many of ours cross over. I think the I have three predictions. Actually, I have four. The last one's outlandish. Here's here's my dream reality. Yeah, the next character revealed will be Solaire from Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they recently ported Dark Souls to the Switch. That's a very beloved series. It's another person with a sword. They have anyone with a sword has an eighty eight percent chance of joining the roster at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think it would just be he already has an amiibo. Equally, he already has. Oh, there. I mean, Solaire has an amiibo. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, the, even more fodder from my fan theory yeah i never thought i'd say that sentence jesus um <laughs> uh so solaire is my second guess yeah uh i think the next one will be banjo kazooie because we got king k rule jeez we got rare giving us king k rule because that's not really a nintendo character directly speaking yeah there's that whole thing with how rare kind of owns donkey kong right but i think that that would be something that fans have wanted for a long time i would i <laughs> I would not be able to keep my composure if Andrew Kazooie got announced. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they buckle and also give us Gino, because that's just been the one that people have been wanting for forever. Yeah, it was like Gino and Ridley were like the two yeah. goofs. was like, give us Gino, give us Ridley. Ridley's too big. Gino is owned by Square Enix. But now, I mean, I also, Cloud's in there, so who knows? Yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised if they do, like, Sora or someone in place of Gino. That's one um, of my guesses, is Sora. Yeah, and I, my version of Sora would be, like, Ice Climbers, but Goofy and Donald just follow him around. Um, wow. Which would be very fun, because uh, I feel like there hasn't been another Ice Climbers kind of variant at all. Right. And then the last one, Waluigi. Uh, the f- full finale. Yep. Curtain, curtains are off. Uh give everyone what they want classic and then we all ascend reality and uh move to rapture (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like that would be like that would literally be what everyone wants like i'm sure it'd be like oh why isn't gex in the game but like that would be what everyone has requested very strongly yeah um so so yeah that's my thing solaire Uh banjo kazooie yeah God, I already you said, you said Gino and Sora. Gino and, and Sora. Or uh, Gino and Waluigi. Or sub out Gino with Sora. I yeah. can see one or the other. Um, so there's four. There's four left, correct? Uh, I think you're on point with Waluigi being number five. Yeah. I think I also the, have not seen him yet in the game. I've I have not seen him summoned. Oh, god damn it. I know. I was upset. 
because you and I talked about this. Uh, we, we didn't mention this. Steven and I played online a whole bunch. Uh, the I guess the day after the game came out. Um, and we were just like, we, we were not playing with items, but I was playing with items yesterday and, and saw Waluigi a couple times. So that's a bummer. But I do think with all the fan outcry, like that is really the one character that people want that's not being added. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's the exactly. one character that's kind of left. Um, and I think everyone like wants it partially because like that would be hilarious to have Waluigi just running around like a goofy idiot. But also... I mean, I just want Nintendo to acknowledge that Waluigi exists outside also, of being... what a Yeah, outside of being Luigi's shadow. Yeah. But like what a power move to be in the game and also have an assist trophy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, I'm kind of tuckered out. Hey, other self in a glass cage, wanna take this one for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I do not believe personally that him being an assist trophy means that he can't be a playable character. I think that I think that he's gonna be number five. Um, in between there, couple a couple weird announcements. I I think uh, Sora is very much on the table. Chain of Memories out on the uh, th- on the what was it Game Boy Advance? Uh, Dream Drop Distance I think was also on the 3DS. Um, yeah, I mean there's a bunch of Kingdom Hearts games that have been on Nintendo consoles, so that's not like super out of left field. Uh, Joker, it's worth mentioning, was also in I think Persona Five Dancing All Night on 3DS. So like. He technically has been on a Nintendo console also, um, uh, which is interesting. So I think Sora is like not out of the question. Again, we already have a, a Square Enix character. Um, so Namco made this. Uh, sorry, not Namco. Um, Konami helped uh, work on this game. No, it was Namco. Oh, it was Namco. Yeah. In that case, uh, we have Pac-Man. I think another potential character that I think would be super fun depending on how they end up uh, putting him in, is the prince from Katamari Damacy. Uh, well, you know how I feel about that. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's actually, not to not to steal your spotlight there, but I almost said steal your sunshine. Um, Go for <laughs> anyway, it. Uh, Namco also does Dark Souls, so like yeah. that would be oh, the further evidence for Solaire. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's, that's you and I fighting, then. It, it's Solaire <laughs> versus the prince. Uh, what if it was the King I of mean, All Cosmos? Oh my god. Ah, Jesus Christ. I don't even I know. almost wish like during the scene where all the master hands are like evaporating reality that the king of all cosmos is watching. Yeah. You know, and he's with, like, with the organ oh, like dun, dun, yeah. every time he shows up. I love that. So the prince, that would be great. That would be very fun. I could see a side B yes. being very good as the prince. <laughs> yeah. Catching up all the items. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my last, uh, my, my last one that I'll throw out there that I, I feel weirdly good about um, Amaterasu from Okami. Oh, interesting. Okay. Another Capcom character. Okami was on switch. So like, that's, you know, reason enough, I yeah. think. But something about that character just feels so ingrained in gaming and in like, I don't know, in in gaming iconography, I think. Like if you look at all the other characters that are in Smash, they're all representations of eras or of uh, ideas in games. And I think Okami has just like stood the test of time for so long, you know, like that yeah. game came out no, in like, right. 2007, 2008. And like, they're still remastering it and releasing it on every single console. Cause people love it so much. Yeah, that would be. And that, I mean, Omotrasu was great. My, one of my favorite characters in Marvel vs. Capcom. And yeah, that yeah. would be, that would be great. I would love that. I mean, there's also like, 
at first I thought that third party companies could only have one character, but Capcom now has Ken Ryu and Mega Man. Right. So I think Amaterasu would be just also just a nice variety aesthetic wise. Mm-hmm. As much as I would love Solaire to be in the game, it's like there's another person with the sword. There's another person with the sword. I love swords. I love swords. Another person with the sword. Although I would want Solaire to have We Fit Trainer's moveset. Just like, praise the sun. Wow. You know, like, oh my God. Yeah. That is yeah. literally one of We Fit Trainer's lines is salute the sun. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that might be foreshadowing, dude. Oh my God. I'm telling you. And now I'm like, I'm buckled up for Solaire. I want to like tell everyone <laughs> I saw this coming. Yeah. I mean, if, if Solaire is a We Fit Trainer uh, echo, then echo. that means that I'm probably <laughs> going to be a Solaire main. <laughs> It makes so much sense. Um, I love that idea so much. Yeah, that's really fun. I, okay, so now I think hearing your list, what I would want would be, this is kind of foreshadowing for us doing our game of the year list where we have to fuse our list together. Mm-hmm. I would want Solaire, as a playable character. I mean, that would be great, but <laughs> what would she do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have really long, heartfelt conversations with all of the characters. I like that though. Yeah. That's the thing. I like when characters like Isabel fight unconventionally. You yeah. Know? Oh, totally. That'd be really dope. Uh, I would love Solaire, Amaterasu. I like the Sora Donald Goofy trio, honestly. Although then you get Donald Goofy and then it's like Disney's in. So that's like the only kind of like door there, which like I love Disney. At but that then point, you're getting like- too close to Yoda from Soul Calibur. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's the uncanny valley of 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 having too many characters in a thing where it's like, when do I feel sick? Um, <laughs> imagine is, imagine like, if Sakurai was like, well, we're going to have 150 characters uh, in this game. And then they went to go like user test it and they were like, well, it turns out anything over 78 makes people sick. We have to pair it down. It's like a cocktail. It's like, okay, this is gin, bitters, uh, cilantro, and a mouse's tail. I didn't need this. Uh, what One ingredient too many. Yeah, and I think that Yoda would be that. <laughs> Yoda is the mouse's putting, tail of that cocktail. Absolutely. Putting Yoda in a game is just, anyway. So yeah, Slayer, Waluigi, um, Amiterasu, Gino and um, Banjo Kazooie. Those would be my five. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm trying to think. Like, is there anyone that you think is extremely on the table that you would be disappointed if they added? Um, as much as I love Fire Emblem, I feel like I'd be disappointed if they added whoever the main character from the new Fire Emblem is going to be. Uh. Unless their fighting style was like very new, like Corrin's yeah. was. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if they kind of go with the Corrin route, I would be into that. But, like, you know, I just, even if it was like, because Fire Emblem, I, I love that series. But, like, regardless of how I feel about a series, if, like, at this point, you have like a 33% chance of playing as a Pokemon or a Fire Emblem character. Right. So, yeah, exactly. It's just a lot. Um, so, I would like to see, especially with DLC, I'd like to see other. Uh, games are presented. I also think, like, again, the fact that it was Persona Five opening, it, it sets the standard of like these are probably not going to be Nintendo adjacent characters. Like, they're going to make some kind of sense, but it's not going to be like who you expect. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And they they specifically said uh, in I, I think it was an interview after the fact that 
Joker's inclusion is basically representative of what the other announcements are going to be. So they were like, use this as your template for like how out there we're going for these <laughs> DLC characters, which rules to set yeah. those expectations for Nintendo to set those expectations so high when they were already pretty high is like, I think if Goku was in it, I would feel sick. I think like that's like, you know, cause I know that Dragon Ball Fighter Z was in it and like, listen, I love Dragon Ball, but like if they put, it's a Yoda territory where if Goku is in it, I'd be like, oh man, okay. I will never look think, <laughs> thinking, thinking about <laughs> like key moments in my life playing video games or like being like around games in general. I will never for the rest of my life forget the moment when they officially announced that Ridley was going to be in Smash. I sure. straight up lost my mind at that. Because, like, I just could not physically handle it. And I think that would happen again if they announced Goku. <laughs> not that I want Goku, but I want I to really I either. want to experience having Goku be in Smash, but I don't want to have Goku in Smash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know who I'd be very disappointed at that? They're like, now you can play as Master Hand. Like, Ugh, yeah, no, thank tired, you. Tired already. I don't think that will happen either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anyone. I don't think it's going to be disappointing. I think the most likely disappointment would be like another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm envisioning. But I think it's going to be wild. I honestly think it. I'm not again. I know some people were talking about um, 2B from the Automata. I know she was just added to Soul Calibur, but like Jeez. that's someone that I think is also kind of you know Platinum Games Bayonetta. If they wanted to kind of represent their studio, um, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't know. Like I think. Even though Bayonetta is pretty far outside the Nintendo brand, at least that game is kind of like very campy and like kind of has a silly tone. Near Automata is as bleak <laughs> as you can get. <laughs> yeah. It's like as bleak and simultaneously suggestive as you can get. So I don't know if that's like Nintendo's brand at all. Right. Although <laughs> I do suggestive. I, I do keep saying both on this podcast and off this podcast that I always feel like we're moments away from them announcing Nier Auto- uh, Automata on Switch. Like I feel like that port is so in the fucking chamber, locked and loaded, ready to go at any moment. That'd be great. Yeah. It's honestly, I mean, it, the, it's a beautiful looking game and it's art design, but the graphic, like, I can't imagine that's too demanding graphically. Um, yeah. Probably more of a frame rate thing. It's a very fast game. So. Right. That'd be cool. It's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful game. Soon to be on uh, Switch. Soon to be. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm putting it on my vision board. It's also, the, the new who's going to be in Smash is like, what's going to be on Switch, I think. Yeah. You know? Can you? It's like, oh shit, like Microsoft 96, Minesweeper, and Treasure Math Storm are on Switch. Great. Oh, Clippy. Clippy is in Smash. <laughs> I would love to make my Switch friend icon Clippy. That would be dope. Me too. Oh my God. I would pay Nintendo for more icons. I feel like they gave us like 20. I'm like, dude, I have more icons in Smash Brothers Online. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, this is completely unrelated to Smash, but I, I, I do have to say that I think the UI of the Switch is my least favorite thing about it, especially coming off the 3DS where I got to import faceplates from Japan and then like buy themes and like music. And like little tiny icons and stickers that like went in the actual menu itself. Like that was such a customizable thing that it felt like mine and nobody else's. And the switch is like so devoid of kind of anything Nintendo-y. Like the only real sound effects come in like 
I don't know when you like go into an ad out of a menu or if you go into the eShop, but there's like no music. Like I just, I miss like the eShop music. I miss the, yeah, I did. I do like the, even though the Wii U, this is definitely like, (laughs) Hey, hot take. The switch is better than the Wii U, but the Wii U is like weird, like Zen, like you've just been absorbed by a cloud kind of opening music was very good. Yeah. I loved it. Um, uh, I think my favorite opening though to a system is still a PS2. I love the PS2 opening. Yeah, and again, um, I'm, I'm going to plug the uh, legacy theme for the PlayStation 4 that makes it so every time you turn on your PS4, it actually turns on and sounds exactly like the PS2 and makes all the uh, PS2 noises. It is the best. I love that. I gotta find that. I, I tried. I tried looking for it and I couldn't find it. I don't know. Yeah, how. you gotta search for it. Uh, go to store.playstation.com on your <coughs> like computer and then search for it and you'll find it virus.biz yeah. slash <laughs> yeah dreamcast question mark yeah www.dreamcast.virus yeah anyway. so those are that's all i really have in store for the characters um the game is great it, you know it's I, I i think the 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 concise takeaway from it is like not necessarily like oh is it good or bad it's like it's a really wonderful event it's a cool kind of uniting experience yeah um and I think I do think that whether or not you buy it depends on like, you know, how much you want to invest in it yourself. But I think like playing it with a friend at a friend's house or that that's all good. It's it's an, it's a very fun experience. Yeah, um, it's, it's one of those games where like if you know that some of your friends are buying it, like maybe you don't have to unless you like really feel compelled to play it yourself or to be the right. friend that has it so other people can show up um for me like i've just been such a huge fan of this franchise for my whole life like unsurprisingly uh and i am into the single player stuff like i love classic mode i think classic mode is the best part of this whole game outside of playing with your friends um or you can play with your friends in classic mode which rules uh and and, that's really fun and world of light although i i'm not as into it i'm still going to play all of it yeah, so I actually, I at this point in time, uh, after our week-long break, I have played a bit of World of Light. Um, the spirits, <laughs> actually, this is, you know, coming off the Joker reveal, I'm like, these spirits are oddly Persona-esque. Yeah, um, you know, in terms of, like, uh, y- you have these uh, the, these um, beings from all video game lore, basically. Yeah. It wasn't as confusing as I first thought it was going to be. Um, and I actually really love the overworlds, like the design. It's like the 2D. It reminded me of Octopath Traveler a little bit. Actually. It, yeah, definitely. Like the the music and the vibe of the world. Um, the story is hilarious. It's so I, I can't get enough of molten clone Mario being possessed by spirits. What is happening? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I, I, I have more incentive to play than I thought I would because I do the spirits are basically akin to the trophies in the past uh, games. So like I do like the idea of collecting all the spirits to see like all the artwork of the characters. Yeah, but that's about it. I kind of wish there was like something else. Like I, I definitely don't want a scenario where there's like one character you can't get until you beat World of Likes. That would be a lot. Yeah. I also can't imagine unlocking characters through this. That would be very sluggish. Yeah, I, um, I saw an estimate that it takes anywhere between uh, 40 and 60 hours to do that. No way. I got to say, not. like, so th- there's a lot of discussion, I think, online about how you unlock characters in this game. And you and I talked about this in, in the first half a little bit. But, like, yeah. starting with the eight characters, 
unlocking them slowly by playing the game kind of however you want, whether it be World of Light or Classic Mode or just like playing Smash, whatever. That rules. I think that that's all amazing because like yeah, like you said, it, it forces you to play with characters that you normally wouldn't. Um, and, and it gives you a greater appreciation for how big the roster gets eventually. Yeah, absolutely. I think where my problem lies, honestly, is in the difficulty of unlocking those characters. Like the AI just seems completely randomly appended to each character where it's like, okay, I'm fighting uh, Richter and Richter's super easy. And then I go fight Simon and Simon's like a level nine CPU for some reason. And I just have to fight him over and over and over again and get my ass handed to me constantly. I, I think that that's where the problem lies, because if you and I are having problems with unlocking pit like some kid who's first you know this is their first smash game and they're, they're maybe like not super into fighting games in general like that kid's gonna have an awful time unlocking pit. yeah for a game that seems to be so customizable and what your experience playing it is it does force you to become like a melee professional to unlock the characters yeah. you know it's like okay like i like playing all items with spirits but i guess i have to wave dash to unlock pit <laughs> right um, exactly yeah uh so yeah or like parry right you have to learn what l canceling is and short hopping. that's a great point yeah. yeah and that's why i would say that's why i would say like you know if you're not looking to do that or or to have that challenge like maybe just like play it at a friend's place yeah um not that like you can't like and here's the thing it's like if you want to get good at it it's just practice like you and i have had this game since we were eight so there's this yep. like unconscious thing like we're, i don't i i still wouldn't place this anywhere near the like top players but like they're just things that we're unconsciously used to because like we've been doing this for forever right yeah like most of college is me being like yeah growing up is tough like playing brawl <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah. uh and talking to friends while just like playing uh smash yeah so it's just like ingrained in us but you you can you can still get to that point i guess i just like i always feel bad because i think ideally i always want video games to be a welcoming experience that like unites friends at a local level and that's what this game does really well yeah um and it does that um whether you're playing or not and at any difficulty you want to so yeah the the issue with the difficulty of the characters being unlocked is remains right um but maybe you're you know maybe you're happy with maybe you're not like one of those people that needs to have everybody um i can see you know being happy i don't know maybe not <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay I never unlocking Luigi. Pichu. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the last person I unlocked was Dr. Mario, and I was like, all right, I got them all good. <laughs> At that point, yeah. I was like <laughs> riding on zero. I was seeing visions. I was seeing spirits of my family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Mario, great. Yeah. I do I do think, like, for the person who has this game, I don't know. I, I just imagine myself back in high school playing in there's this like one kid who lived like the street over from me at the end of the cul-de-sac and and we always used to go to his house and play like in his basement like every day after high school um we did that constantly like throughout the summers and stuff and i think in that world where like we weren't good at it at the time because we didn't even know that there was like a competitive scene or anything because it was just like us hanging out in the basement basically like World of Light is your way to unlock all of those characters, I think, in in a way that is not super difficult because you are literally doing it through the gameplay of World of Light and it's not the challenger approaching hellfire oh, that you have to deal with. I didn't know. I thought it was always the challenger approaching. No, when, you, when you're doing it through World of Light, if you unlock a character through there, it unlocks it for everywhere else. Oh, that's good. Okay, so that is a good workaround. Yeah. Um, but for the people you kinda... like you and me who are having events and we have to unlock them all, you know. 
It's it's <laughs> calling up Sakura. I need this by it's tonight. Horrific, yeah. What do you mean I can't unlock Doctor Mario? Yeah. I need it by noon. It's fucking Dunkirk, but with Pit. It's like awful. My, my friend Duncan is a Doctor Mario main. I need him. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. All that having been said, I mean the game. The game rules. I I was iffy on it as soon as I started playing it, but like the further in I got, and then eventually, uh, especially going and having this event with all my friends playing with you online i played a little bit more online yesterday like it is exactly what i wanted it to be um what were it, you iffy about at first i don't know it just felt like smash 4 again uh but captain yeah. falcon was worse and i was like okay <laughs> this is exactly what i don't want <laughs> yeah if you dive in it's kind of falcon you'd be like man he, he also looks a little older like, he, looks like <laughs> <laughs> he has a little snubble not, not to be mean about it but yeah, he just looks like he's kind of let himself go a bit uh-huh yeah yeah, but I love I love Falcon. Good or bad, sign me up. I'm into Falcon. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I mean, besides that, it it, it rules. I'm I'm extremely into it. Um, the hype yeah. is real, and the hype is still going on. That's the thing. The DLC keeps that going. Um, yeah, so <laughs> keeps that fresh look going. <laughs> Ugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. It's really good. I mean, I think it's just so it's so like everywhere right now that like these are not fresh takes really but i yeah. think i think having if nothing else having experience playing this game with a group of friends in a in a local environment is the way to go with yep. it and there are few games that do that this well i have to say and um, most of the ones that do are nintendo games yep that's it <laughs> well thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> goodbye you unlocked steven he beat me <laughs> it is kind of funny how like when you you know you hit ness with the bat he's like ah! and then it just cuts to, like nestor in the battle and he's like chill suddenly uh i do like that i'm all good actually yeah <laughs> I'm, i might have overreacted to that i love if you and i got like a really serious fight and then like i just storm out i was like finally leaving then steven joined the battle uh <laughs> <laughs> I made my me fighter by the way. He's he's a complete disgrace. He um <laughs> I gave him the beard that looks like Kurt Russell Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um which is not a good movie, but I love Kurt Russell as yeah. Santa. Um so Kurt Russell Santa Claus beard, bloodborne cloak, sword, uh and my voice is like huh, yeah. that's good i have like a lot of weird moves i'm never gonna use him i'm never gonna use steven steven's banned from tournaments (laughs) you know what sucks though the only thing bad about joker being dlc is explaining to people why that's exciting because like i don't want to do that you know but i knew i knew it was gonna fucking happen i knew at the event someone's go what's the big deal what is it what is even that game like and i'm like i don't want to have to like become talk at you about just let people be excited for it like there's gonna be something like and that's the thing flavor series like everything you could want like mechanically or aesthetically or like whatever game you actually like whatever series you follow the roster is so big that they have your thing you know like they have they have you covered yeah even if you're like i hate everyone but they thank god they have uh crom um Yeah. If you're an incredibly vain person, you can be you. So like you're set. <laughs> you know? What if someone was like, I am hosting a tournament, um, a wave dash, gamekeeper modes only, no items found destination. Not even the other aesthetic levels, only found destination, only me's. You can only play as the me's. <laughs>
Yeah. And the music is Escape from the City. <laughs> Escape from this party. Um, Escape from this party. <laughs> Moving around at the speed of sound. Stevens tell me why Joker's cool. Like a guy out of this party. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stick around. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is his face turning red? I've never played Persona. I read a book instead. Um. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Got places done. to go. Gotta get dinner Got with it. my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy dinner for free. Trust me, and I'll go to the city with daddy. I wanna go to Hula Hands. <laughs> that bass intro is sick. It's ridiculous. <laughs> dad, pay for my dinner. I just want to eat with my dad. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. This is what happened. This is why I think I tell us to record in the mornings. Because mm-hmm. this is what happened. When I get tired, I don't even realize I'm talking. And it's just like whatever is in my head started <laughs> spilling out. Um, should we uh, should we wrap up then? Maybe I gotta get out of this podcast. <laughs> I hate talking to my friend Brandon. No, no thing to talk about. Only one thing instead. Thanks for listening. This is probably the last time you listen to us because I'm singing. Um. All right, I'm back. Uh. Yeah. This is this is something. <laughs> You're just looking at. This is the worst thing about this podcast. Is yeah. I, get, I get I fall into these. I don't even know. I don't think this is good. This is not me being silly and being like, oh, I'm so witty. This is just like hell. I can't stop talking. I don't know why. And you just watch. And yeah, go, okay. my my thing for uh, those of you, I mean, this is an audio medium, so you can't see us while we record this. But my thing, uh, for those of you who wonder why I don't say a lot on this show every once in a while while Steven is going off on these tangents or into the aether, as we, I think, coined it last episode, uh, it's mainly because I sit back in my chair and I just let Steven just fly higher and higher and higher towards the sun until he realizes that his wings have burnt off. <laughs> You're basically flying a kite. Yeah. It's really the, the, the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think we are going to sign off. Um, I'm glad we were able to record after our break and we were able to mm-hmm. play it. I hope you, if you have a vested interest in smash brothers, I hope you've been enjoying it. And if you're like, I don't care about smash brothers. I never want to hear about it again. We will be talking about other things next week. Yes. Um, let's do a little bit of our on the horizon, which I like. That's our new little segment. Which Ooh, I'm into. into the aether on the horizon. I'm into which that. Constantly lies. But uh, <laughs> on the horizon, we've got Florence. It's a wonderful mobile game that Brent and I have both played. Yes. We want to talk about. I love, love, love that game. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on sale at the moment. If you'd like to pick it up, uh, it was on sale because it got nominated for a bunch of game awards. I think it's like $2 on both Android and iOS. Um, highly yeah. recommended. Takes like an hour yeah, to play also, which is great. It's wonderful. And yeah, headphones recommended as the game will tell you. Uh, it's great. And we're going to talk about that next week. Um, I want to try to get into God of War. Um, because the year's winding up and I want to give it a shot yeah. before we talk about our favorite games. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up if we have our Game of the Year special and I have to defend God of War and you haven't played it at all. Oh my God. Yeah. That's going to <laughs> drive me. I'm, I'm glad that you're going to start it. Yeah. And thankfully, I don't feel that passionately about Red Dead 2, so that shouldn't be. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what uh, happens. I'll probably dip into uh, New Game Plus and God of War because I've been waiting for you to start it before I went into New Game Plus. So. Um, that should be cool. 
God of War opens with like a shot of the blue sky and you see like the skeletal remains of a of a tree folk or a god. And then you see like the sun kind of shines in the camera. You're like, oh, what's that? And then you hear slides on a skateboard with his son on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's sort of what I'm picturing. That's exactly it. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, and then there's, there's the Chow Garden, around. of course, as in all God of War games. <laughs> Kratos beating a Chow. Do you want to go to heaven or hell? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. They went to hell if you were mean to them. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. It was bizarre. And I, I remember um, as a kid playing that game, trying desperately to unlock the, the dark chows, but not knowing how mm. because they kept going to heaven over and over again. And then I realized later in life that I was too wholesome as a child and didn't, yeah. I couldn't be mean to them. I think you could also, there was a way like if you had one character hang out with the chows, I've only literally only played that Sonic game, so yeah. I like know nothing about really the other ones but if you played as a certain character with the chow they would eventually look like that character so i'm pretty sure there was like a dr eggman chow that was just like the worst um but yeah uh chow garden sonic adventure 2 battle Mm -hmm. aside yeah um not on the horizon that went to hell that game's in hell um port that game to switch don't you know i yeah <laughs> i would definitely be into the old sonics well they did sonic uh mania right what was the like oh that's a sonic new one game yeah yeah it's really really one. good yeah it's completely cool. new it's awesome oh, maybe, I'll ch- maybe i'll check that out they also have the I, sega it, genesis collection which i think has one two and three and yeah Knuckles on there. i had that on that's the game that had your favorite fatal labyrinth game on it <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, it also has Comic Zone. Sketch Turner for Smash. <laughs> you know, Sketch Turner is more on the table than he ever has been, I think. You know what? Number five. Uh, number five DLC comes out and Sakurai's in his room like, hey, thanks for visiting me. Like, I just can't think of who the fifth character is. And you see him like on a storyboard. He starts scribbling. And then like, you know, he'd sketch a Sketch Turner. And then he comes out of the page. Yeah. And in the background, like, uh, uh, hostile. in the background, in the previous Smash Direct, where he announced uh, character number four, the prince from Katamari Damacy, uh, it turns out fans didn't realize this until after the fact. But if you look into the background on his uh, MacBook Air, he's listening to our podcast. And that's how you know that that, that was the, the subtle clue he, he set up. What if, what if the other four DLC characters were just different body parts of Sketch Turner? He had, to buy, he had to buy all four of them to play as him. Uh-huh. It was like that, did, uh, not Digimon, that Yu Gi Oh! card that was like, yeah, his like arms and legs. <laughs> this is a ripoff. It was Joker and then just five parts of Sketch Turner. <laughs> There's a way to kill the hype, and it is literally that. Yep. <laughs> Short of being like, it's the five slimes from Dragon Quest. Actually, which one would be fun. Yeah. But five, get real. Oh, right. Dragon Quest. I could see something from Dragon Quest actually making it into the game. Anyway, let's not get sick. back into that. Uh, yeah, the we're, game we're that I'm playing down. currently is Katamari Damacy Reroll for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, shit. Um, I gotta pick that up, too. That's I one of my favorites. just fucking over the moon about that game, um, and I can't wait to talk about it. Or not, you know, yeah. as is the way on this podcast. The holy trinity of Florence, Katamari Damacy, and God of War. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I love when we have to just like thematically tie all that stuff together. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's what's on the horizon. And as always, um, especially this one, 
Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope I hope we didn't go off the rails too much. Yeah. Um, we're both very we're simultaneously very excited and happy and also I guess just out of energy uh, given the time jump and, and the weekends we had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thanks again for your time. Uh, if you like the show, sharing it as always is the best way to promote it. Obviously, writing a review on iTunes or uh, is it Apple Podcasts? It is right. Hell yeah, I got it right. Writing a review on Apple Podcasts is the best way to help. But yeah, sincerely, thanks again, Brandon. Do you have anything to add to our sign off? Yes, we have a Twitter account. It's at Into the Cast. You can follow us there uh, for either updates on the show or uh, stupid tweets. Uh, which you know bo- both are there uh, sometimes both are the same thing surprisingly yeah, seriously. our stupid update tweets uh, are also available at that Twitter handle um, and what else oh we have our we have our end of the year game of the year special coming up um, I, yeah I don't know that may- maybe we'll do some like Twitter hype for that um, yeah maybe I think we'll so see. what we have planned so far is we're gonna actually because I'm gonna be in in the garden state for that week mm-hmm. uh which is where brendan is now and, so and we Zach will be Raff. together in person the drama is real one night only um, one night only we're King each- Didi versus incineroar <laughs> in, in the ring <laughs> um exactly but we're gonna make a list of i guess like around 10 games each yeah um that will be our list, and then we're gonna make a top five, right? A, a yes. collective top five, an official from into the aether top five. After Stephen and I duke it out, right? So we're fighting over what top five is canon. Our lists are are, are merely fan fiction. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, it, alongside the canonical top five, yes. So that should be fun. I <laughs> I I see either reality where we're, where we're actually having kind of heated debate over what should get the spot or just like, Oh yeah, I guess that matches up. Well, thanks for listening. As always, <laughs> writing reviews is the best way to help. Uh, <laughs> if you want to share the show, it's good too. A review is great. I feel nervous asking for this every week. Uh, you're in my top five. <laughs> Start crying. How's Tom from MySpace doing? I wonder. <laughs> DLC number five, Tom. <laughs> Hey guys, remember me? I remember me. Oh man. Anyway, that's it. John Leguizamo. Addressed <laughs> I mean, as Luigi I, as <laughs> the DLC. Sorry. Um I for some reason yeah. I, I'm out of th- I'm <laughs> out, of, <laughs> out of thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. Steven just windows. turned off. I think um Yeah. Oh yeah, do the Windows sign off? Yeah, that, that's yeah. Okay. There it is. I I didn't yuck at John Leguizamo as an actor, but I just knew you were going to reference the Super Mario movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Just for the record. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we said everything, I think, two or maybe three times at this point. So, see anyway, ya. helping the show is the best way to help the show. The best way to help us is follow me, set me free, trust me.